with true little words. What are you talking about? We, what are you talking about? The people. What are you talking about? We the people tell the government what to do. It doesn't tell us. All right, all right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to We the People podcast. Again, it's your boy Diggs. What up, everybody? RJ here. Hope you guys are having a great day. Welcome back. Oh, man, we got another good one for you guys. Constantly. Uh, it's just constant. Oh, constant. man. Every time I open up my phone, I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, for what? real. For real. Uh, you're not even lying anymore, <laughs> bro. Like, about that. That's it's, that's how it feels now. You're like, oh, I'm just going to wait for the next notification. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so, well, we're back, guys, and... um. The last episode I thought was pretty crazy as far as election integrity, things mm-hmm. like that are concerned. So we're gonna we're gonna continue on the election topic to start the episode before we get into some really juicy stuff because we got some good, uh, good clips for you guys today. I think you're gonna enjoy them. So you know how we are, guys. We like our funnies to start mm-hmm. the episode. So we have. John Fetterman, okay, he's running for Senate for Pennsylvania in our home state. Yeah. (sighs) Guys, this is how far the Democrats are willing to go to push their gender ideology agenda. (laughs) Mm. You have John Fetterman at one of his rallies pandering to women. And he changed his last name to John Fetterwoman. <laughs> no. No? Well, here we go, guys. You're about to see for yourselves. I need to see this. My name is John Fetterwoman. Oh, no. <laughs> no. That's not it, Chief. It's not it. <sighs> Man, yo, these guys, these people, man, I'm telling you. It's so <laughs> weird. And then, guys, if if that's not bad enough, this is the same rally. Here's him just talking, bro. Guys, yeah, this is yeah. just one clip we have to show you. We're about mm-hmm. to show you another one of his mental state and his men- or his mental health. And any residents of Pennsylvania, if you're listening... You have Democrat friends. You guys know this is a six-year term, right? This isn't like a two-year and we vote him out type deal. Yeah, we got to understand all the stuff he's pushing, too. You know, the funny stuff, we'll get to that. But but it's six years. It's not two years, four years. We're talking six years of this guy. Mm -hmm. If you don't tell your Democrat friends... You guys are voting for a dude that can't even talk straight. Mm-hmm. He's worse than Joe Biden, and mm-hmm. he's like half his age. Yeah. So here's another clip, guys, just to show you his mental uh, ability at the moment. It's such the most important race. Well, that was just that long of a break. Yep. We have to replace... Pat Toomey. Yeah, these are long pauses. Senator this is not... Toomey was not very nice to me. Oh. He 
What the fuck? What yeah. did he just say? Like, what, <laughs> what was that whole... Yeah, guys, we weren't pausing. That wasn't lag. That was literally him struggling to get words out. Yeah, if you're listening to audio, that was, it wasn't, yeah, it was just, he was just standing there and yeah. not like, he's he was like looking able for to his get... next word. Like, yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay, guys. Oof. Then we had this clip from last, I think it was last week. He was doing another. Um, how can you say this? A rally, I guess, mm. at a, a iron workers union or something, or steel workers union, whatever. And here he is again. You're like, what the hell are you saying, dude? Is this one where he talks about um, Oz? <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. This one is crazy. Please understand the stakes in this race. Send me to Washington, D.C. to send so I can work with Senator Casey and I can champion the union way of life in Jersey, in, excuse me, in D.C. Thank you. Thank you very much. And it's an honor. I live eight minutes away from here. And when I leave tonight, I got three miles away. Dr. Oz in his mansion in New Jersey, you've got a friend and you have an ally. Send me to Washington, D.C. Thank you very much. Thank you, Steelworkers. <laughs> okay, guys, remember, six years. Oh, no. If he gets in. I mean, but and and aside from that, his shit is radical that he wants to do releasing people. Yep, and, he wants to he wants to uh, release thirty three percent of the prisoners. Like there isn't enough crime already. Yeah, yeah, guys. PA uh, is or Philadelphia is becoming one of the most dangerous cities in America. Yeah. And this guy wants to let more criminals out. So man. he tried to say it just there, I think, yeah. somewhere. Dude, and then on top of that, this is the guy that says that people of color are not able to easily acquire IDs yeah. to vote. Yeah. Last time I checked, as long as you're a legal citizen, it's not an issue. Bro, I, I watched this PragerU video, and they went around and asked a bunch of like college kids, like mostly white people, but a bunch of college kids how uh, if they feel like the voting rights are, are like bad for for black people or is it hard for black people to get ids and they all said yeah these like white girls and stuff like yeah i think it's really hard for them to get it. and then they asked a bunch of black people and they're like why the hell would they say that yeah I have an ID. <laughs> like, what are you talking about exactly yeah Do you have an opinion on voter id laws uh yeah they're usually pretty racist and <laughs> they're, they're bad i think voter id laws are a way to perpetuate racism do you think it suppresses the uh, african-american vote definitely uh because they're less likely to have state ids you can always get ids um you do over the internet does that also would make it difficult for for black people in particular yeah you have to have access to the internet you have to be able to pay an internet service provider for certain fees do you think that's harder for black people to go online well IDs? i feel like they don't have the knowledge of how of like how it works now I'm here in East Harlem to ask black people their thoughts on what you just heard. Do you carry ID? Yes, I do. Do you know anybody, who, any black person who doesn't carry ID? No. Why would they think we don't have ID? That's a lie. 
Why would you say that? Do you have ID? Yes. Yeah, everybody that I know have ID. Like, that's one of the things you need to walk around with New York with. Do you have a problem if when you go to vote, if they say, can we please just see your ID to make sure you are who you say you are? Do you have an issue with that? No. Like, bro, it's... It's closet racism, dude. Yeah. That's what it really is. Dog. Yeah, it's I know, dude. It's crazy, crazy that they trump the... Or... Not trump it. They, um... They prance around acting like they're activists against racism. Right. But they're being racist while yes. they do it. Like, yes. <laughs> right. They are. It's so crazy. They're, they're talking for these people. Like, yes. like oh, they, they can't get IDs. Like, but then that. when they what ask you... them, they're like, you have an ID. What do you, what do you mean? It's what like, it's not even that. What are you trying to say? That yeah, color really. people aren't intelligent enough I to mean, get what, an ID? I mean, Biden said that. They don't know how to work the internet. They can't get an ID. Yeah. They, they don't own their houses. They don't have lawyers or doctors. Yep. <laughs> they don't have shit. Like, I would be so offended if I was a black person. Uh, well, you ain't, if you didn't vote for Biden, you're not black, so you're yeah, all Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> oh, I know. Speaking of racism. Oh, we, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We have a South Carolina Democrat that's running for um, states, uh, was it House of Representatives, I believe. She now has twice, not once, but twice been caught by Project Veritas undercover investigators for being racist. Yep. Exactly what it is. And this is a black woman, guys. This isn't a white woman. Mm-hmm. She's racist against white people. She has constantly said things about white people that are extremely racist. Mm-hmm. And now the Democrats are asking her, yo, like, all right. Yeah. One, we were able to cover it up a little bit. Right. Two, you're on your own. Right. You and know, she, I, she even said she even doubled down. Was like, I said what I said. Yeah, like, like, but release the full audio. It's like I you don't need like. First so, off, releasing the full audio isn't going to do anything. But even just hearing that one line, there's no way to make it not racist. Yeah, th- this is what she said, guys. She was sitting in a restaurant. She was sitting in a restaurant, and she said that her she mostly represents a white district, and that. She needs to keep them right there under her thumb. Otherwise, they get out of um, out of control like yeah. kids. Yeah. It's heavily white. Wow. I'm not a stranger to white people. I'm from a mostly white town. Yeah. And let me tell you one thing. You got to know who you're dealing with. Like, yeah. you, you got to treat them like shit. I keep them right here like, under my thumb. Like, yeah. That's where I keep them. Like, yeah. that, you have to. Yeah. Otherwise, they get out of control like kids. Trust me. <laughs> so. That's like, that's who people think should run yeah. that district is somebody who thinks they have white people under their thumb. Yep. In her words, those are her words. We'll play the clip. <sighs> And she even said, "You got to treat white people like shit. You got to keep yes. them under your thumb." Yes. It's like she's like, "That's the, the, that's the only way they listen is if you treat yeah. them like shit." Like what? Yeah, that's it. That's insane. <laughs> that's insane, dude. It's crazy. It really is. It's it. I don't understand it sometimes, man. I really don't. Yeah, it's nuts, bro. Oh man. So mm. now that we're on to the elect, oh, and also. Another Democrat freaking 
shit in her pants right now. It's Katie Hobbs in Arizona, yeah. man. Yeah. Yo, Carrie, she is terrified of Carrie she Lake. She don't want that from Carrie Lake. She is too on point, bro. Yo, She's Carrie Lake vicious, is on fire bro. right now. Carrie bro. Lake is vicious, bro. Yo, yeah. In a very She's, professional, that's like, what it is. Precisely targeted manner. You yep. know what I mean? Like She's you know what she's starting to remind me of? She's a woman version of DeSantis. Yeah. But I, I think, they, honestly, I think even a little bit more well-spoken. Her, Yes. Like, she's, I agree. she's very articulate with the yeah. way that she, and it's like, boom. Like, at the end, you just got to drop yeah. a bomb. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, she has a lot of mic drop moments. Yeah, that's for dude. sure. Woo. Yeah. She's definitely a lot more intricate with it than DeSantis is. Yeah, with the wording and how, yeah. she's, how she comes off with it. Yeah, but they both but got their both, points yeah. across very clearly oh, yeah. and in a savage way that it, it mm-hmm. makes the left look even more dumb than they without being do. aggressive either. Yeah, that's just yeah, being yep. like you know, this is what it is. Yep, you know. So yeah, I'll, I find it interesting that Democrats around the country keep denying these uh, debates. Right, they're terrified. You got mm-hmm. Fetterman doesn't want to debate Oz. Obvious. I mean, we see why. Right, right, right. I mean, that's pretty obvious. And now you have Katie Hobbs. Um, I'm not sure Shapiro has declined a debate from Mastriano here in PA. I don't know. I've heard much about that. Yeah, I haven't heard much about DeSantis and that other guy either. What's oh, the deal with I don't that? even think they would be fair though. Yeah. I think they would get massacred. At least if Mastriano goes in with the stuff that we know about Shapiro, it would be it would be a Joe Biden Donald Trump uh, debate right, all right. over again. Yeah, yep. it'd be the left coming out like that was the greatest debate ever. Yeah, right. Meanwhile, right. he the Democrat was getting destroyed the whole mm-hmm. time with facts. <laughs> you just gotta think he he's already been the Attorney General. Yeah. So if he wanted things to get better, he could have he could have helped things yeah. make it better, get better already. You know, Dude, I, mean? I like would he trash did it. him on yeah. the fact that he did absolutely nothing when Wolf and Levine put COVID positive patients in nursing homes. Of course, practically yeah, of course he, he trying knew. to kill these people, and he did nothing. Right, and he's friends with them. Oh yeah, so he could have easily be like, "Yo, really, right guys? Mm-hmm. This is not a great idea. Like, do you right. really want to do this?" He but no, he general. just sat there. Yeah, he yeah. was like, "Oh, okay, right. whatever." You know. Meanwhile, Levine pulled his mom out of the nursing home right yep. before they did that. His mom. Yeah, yeah, his mom. His mom. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, well, you know. So enough about the Democrats now. Let's get back onto some election integrity stuff that's been coming out. What you got new? Just for starters, this literally just dropped right before the podcast. The GOP in North Carolina is suing their election board for breaking mail-in balloting election observer laws. Hmm. So what the um, election board is trying to do is... Each uh, party gets 10 representatives to be ballot, uh, mail-in ballot watchers, like observers. Right. So a while back, they passed or they they made a rule change where there was one person from each party, but they never implemented it. Mm. It was always the 10. Well, now this year with the midterms, they want to start doing 
one person. Mm. So the GOP's like, nah, we mm. want 10, 10 and 10. Yeah. That's it. So we'll see where that goes. But right now you're seeing the Democrats already trying to make moves yeah. to try to do some yep. shady stuff. All right. So we have that. Mm-mm. Now, this one's a little bit of a bigger deal because this is involves, again, the corrupt DOJ. All right. There was an executive order that Biden put through. Executive order 14019 or 14019, which stated that they wanted to find ways to expand opportunities to bring vote, make voting more accessible to Americans. Well, the issue is the foundation for government accountability. They filed for a, a, um, what's it called? What's the technical term? Give me a second. Uh, Why am I having a brain fart? Not a FOIA. It's like a FOIA request where you're requesting public documents. Mm -hmm. So they requested it and they refused to release all the the documents of the executive order to show what they were going to do to help push this election voter thing and then when they did hand it over they only handed over so many documents and most of them were redacted heavily so they couldn't even see what they were actually trying to do to quote air quotes if you're not watching help bring voters to the ballot box so why is the administration keeping that a secret why is Mm. the doj hiding it for, for for them it's Ooh, weird. Yeah. Yeah, because you would think if they were doing things on the up and up, right. legally, doing what they were supposed to to actually help legal voters right. get to the box, what's the problem? Right. You know, this, this isn't like a Fox News is asking. This is the foundation for, for government accountability. Hmm. That's interesting. So, yeah. So we have that. And, you know... Last week, we showed you guys so many things in regards to um, election integrity, things that were not up to par in the election that they want people to believe. Now, I think that's all one battle that the DOJ is fighting. Right now, the DOJ is fighting two battles because Trump is... Forcing them into a corner that they don't want to be in. Well, what's this whole deal with them, uh, like, raiding or, uh, like, 48 uh, out Trump allies or something like that? Yes. What was that? Yes. So, remember Is when that what I told you? Yeah. Because so I, 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 I don't know the full guys, extent of that. Yeah. So, remember when I told you guys that Democrats will do things once the extinction yeah, 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 yeah. burst? Right, right. This is part of that. And... Um, according to Bannon from War Room, we had 40 people associated with former President Trump that had subpoena. They were served subpoenas, 
and now they're under investigation by the DOJ. But see, to, to serve a subpoena, you got to have some probable cause. What was yep. the probable cause? That's what the investigation. And we still have yeah. no idea. Nope. It's been a few days now, hasn't it? Uh, yeah, I but mean, I don't. Uh, so, oh, the Save America Pack. So they're trying to get them for like money laundering and stuff. Oh Jesus! Yeah, Christ. I didn't hear that yet. Yeah, yeah. So that's what that's what that was. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. So you see the deep state is going after everybody really hard here. Yeah, well, of course, they're trying to make that Trump and his allies look corrupt or whatever right before the midterms, of course. They're just stepping it up because the shit from his house obviously wasn't working out for them. Yeah, no, exactly. So that's actually now I'm glad that you brought that up because we're going to talk about this here, too, about how the DOJ, think about it. If they had control, right? If everything they had something on Trump, right? Why are they leaking things to the media? They consistently keep leaking document photos, right? What things are about? First of all, I thought it was all classified stuff. So why are you leaking photos? Mm. Isn't that illegal, according yeah. to them? Right. Just keeping his name in the news. That's what it is, bro. They're they're looking for something to get him out of the election cycle. Mm-hmm. They need him out of the election cycle mm. they don't care how they do it they just need it done now you so the doj guys you got to remember when there's something that it's an illegitimate like it's very legitimate the investigation that's mm-hmm. behind it there are no leaks they can't right. afford leaks because that can affect their uh trial Right. As far as what happens, if mm-hmm. there's stuff that's leaked, it'll give the the other party an opportunity to counteract whatever evidence that they might have. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's very, very, very odd for the DOJ to constantly keep leaking to the media. Right. It's because they're losing the narrative. They're trying right. to get the narrative back. Right. And it's not working. Yeah, it's true. That makes sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if they were 100% yep. confident I had him or something, they wouldn't have to do that. They're like, we got this motherfucker. Exactly. You know, whether, you know, he, we don't have to worry about him running. We got to do none of that because he's going to jail. You exactly. Know what I mean? But no, they're they're throwing stuff, pictures, right. and, oh, this, we found this. And then they come out, oh, somebody, the DOJ told us that there was yeah. this. And the, but you never actually see anything. You know what I mean? So now they're just trying to get the narrative back. And that's one sign of panic mm-hmm. like oh shit we need to get this under wraps oh, man the midterms man <sighs> i know bro it means i, know. Lot, I think that's bro. what they're scared of though i think they're scared of what's gonna happen in the midterms the republicans has got to play it cool you know like they can't be coming out saying any dumb shit or doing any dumb shit just fall back into the midterms just Speak the talking points that people want to hear and yep. don't do anything fucking stupid <laughs> because they, they tend to do stupid shit, yep. you know, and it really hurts them. Yeah. Well, now, guys, I'm so happy that Project Veritas put this video together because I had all the flashbacks of every single clip you guys are about to watch in this video that we're about to watch. Which one um, is this? What is this one is about? This is the Project Veritas. This is about okay. So since we're on the topic of like corruption with the mm. FBI, DOJ, and election integrity, mm. 2016, mm. the elections. Okay, mm. Project Veritas was getting Hillary Clinton's 
campaign managers, like the top people in her campaign, on undercover video saying things that you'd be like, holy sh. Yeah, I never saw any of that. I wasn't into politics at all at that point. Well, that's the thing. I was heavy at that time. Yeah. And I was, the thing is, I remember these clips so vividly because I was sharing them and trying to show people like, yo, look how corrupt the Democrats are. Look how corrupt Hillary Clinton is. Bro, this was before everything we know now. Mm. So the beauty of it is uh, it's going to court finally. Where Project Veritas is going to be able to submit all their evidence into the court. And mm. it will go on the record. And you know what? And her campaign knows this. They have to know this, right? And yeah. she's on the air more now than she has in years. Yep. She's on Jimmy Kimmel. She's doing. She's talking Dude, about every, election integrity. She's yeah. talking about... It's like she's talking about the Trump having uh, classified documents. Like... <laughs> The irony, right? The, like, what I, the uh, fuck? The cajon. Yo, Hillary has bigger balls than Fallon. me. Jimmy Fallon, they were talking yeah. about it. Like, Hillary has bigger balls than 99% of the men in this country. Yeah, yeah, like, really. <laughs> just, like, I don't care what you know is the truth. I'm going to say this anyway. Yep. Yeah. So, guys, we're going to we're gonna play the clip here. I'm going to play for Dustin so you guys can watch yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, all right. So, mm-hmm. let's see what we got. Actually, yeah, here we go. All right, so what? Just guys, be ready. There's a lot to take in. It's a five minute clip. Okay, I'm gonna w- let you watch the whole thing because okay. you haven't seen the clips that are in yeah, here. Yeah, it's fine, and they're pretty wild. Yeah, I've never seen any. You of guys are about to get a good look at what happens behind the scenes at a Democrat election office. Mm-hmm. Okay, so and mind you, this is because. The Democrats, I believe, sued Project Veritas, and they want they want to get him like money from him for damages for what they did. Oh, okay, like defamation yeah. and shit. Yeah, get yeah. Fuck out of here. So again, guys, Project Veritas. Here we go. Showdown between Project Veritas and Democracy Partners is about to begin. Some two thousand one hundred and fifty-eight days after stunning undercover reports revealed questionable tactics by the Democratic Party in the 2016 election. Remember, 2016, the Democrats said Trump stole the election. Yes, yep. Remember that. It doesn't matter what the freaking legal and ethics people say. We're, we need to win this month. Hillary, like, is aware of all the work that you guys do, I hope. The campaign is fully handled. And then they tell Hillary, like, what's going on. Well, I mean, Hillary knows through chain of command. Yeah. The campaign pays DNC, DNC pays Democracy Partners, Democracy Partners pays the Fogel Group, the Fogel Group goes and executes on the ground. In this still ongoing litigation against us over the past five years, we won a substantial victory in this case when several claims brought against us were dismissed on summary judgment. And now we begin our daily reports on the federal jury trial set to begin here in courtroom 29 at the E. Barrett Prettyman. United States Courthouse, Washington, D.C. On one side is the undercover reporting gathered over six months by Project Veritas journalists as they exposed the dirty tricks orchestrated by political consultant Bob Creamer, president of Democracy Partners and its affiliates. This included what was described by Democracy Partners as bird-dogging, a term 
best described by them here. She was one of our activists. She was one of your activists who, who had been to, who had been trained up to bird dogs. Yes. So the term bird dogging, you put people in the line mm -hmm. at the front, which means they have to get there at six o'clock in the morning. So mm -hmm. they're getting the front mm -hmm. of the rally, so that when Trump comes down the rope line, they're the ones asking him the question in front of the reporters mm -hmm. because they're pre-placed there to funnel that kind of operation, you have to start back with people two weeks ahead of time and train them how to ask questions. Right. You have to train them to bird dog. If you're there and you're protesting and you do these actions, mm -hmm. you will be attacked at Trump rallies. That's what we know. There's a script. Okay. There's a script of engagement. Sometimes the crazies bite and sometimes the crazies don't bite. On the other side, there's Bob Creamer. Ledges are undercover journalists, one who volunteered and was accepted as an unpaid intern violated wiretap statutes and made fraudulent misrepresentations. Now, we didn't bug their phones. We didn't force them to give us any information. So why wiretapping? They claim our journalist was legally required to keep Democracy Partners' misconduct private to not report it, which is our obligation <laughs> as journalists. Why fraudulent misrepresentation? Because our journalist said her name was Angela, when really it was Allison. Mm. You can't make this stuff up. Let's take a look at how it all began in our Project Veritas reporting in a title we called back in 2016, Rigging the Election. Video emerging of a group of pro-Clinton political operatives talking about stirring up trouble and provoking violence at Trump rallies. The video comes from Project Veritas. You know, I know nothing about this. I'm not, you know, I, I can't deal with every one of his conspiracy theories. But I hope you all have something to eat and something to drink on the way back to New York. Thank you. Some of the things you'll hear on the tape are certainly hard to ignore. Enough we're learning for one person to be fired so far, another to resign. A lot of questions being asked about the recording. Nobody's really supposed to know about me. <laughs> so the Chicago <laughs> protest when they shut all that, that was us. It was more him than me, but none of okay. this is supposed to come back to us because we want it coming from people. We don't want it to come from the party. You know what I'm saying? We have mentally ill people mm. that we pay to do shit. Make no mistake. Over the last 20 years, pay I have paid off a few homeless guys to do shit. some crazy stuff. And I've also <laughs> taken them for dinner, and I've also made uh -huh. sure they had a hotel. We were contracted directly with the DNC and the campaign. But yeah. I am contracted to him, mm -hmm. but my, I answer to the head of special events for the DNC mm -hmm. and the head of the special events and political for the campaign. The campaign. Yeah. 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 The formal group goes and executes the shit on the ground. In the end, it was the candidate, Hillary Clinton, the future president of the United States who wanted ducks on the ground. Oh, Oh my God! <laughs> wow. Yep. He's got balls, man. He's got balls. He this does. was twenty. That was in twenty sixteen, bro. I remember every single video when they. Well, dropped. he's lucky he's still like being consistent because they probably would have tried to kill his ass already if he wasn't. 
Listen, he got he's some so type out of protection. There. I don't know what well, he got. He got some. Well, yeah, his protection, and at the same time, he's so out there that if something does happen to him, people will yeah. know exactly what happened. It's, that's the issue. You can't whack somebody. Yeah, it's too obvious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now let's talk about what we just watched. It's wild, bro. I've never seen it before. I know most that's people have wild, it, bro. Most people, and that's have why it. he he does this with some older videos every once in a while. He'll bring it back out, like, "Hey, re- remember this? Like, this actually happened. This is a real yep. video. Like, it still holds up." Like, yep. And, and that one was happened. pretty crazy, though, wasn't it? Guys, you literally bro. had a Democrat operative say that they started riots and stuff in Chicago mm-hmm. and that they needed to make it look like it came from the people, but it really was from them. Right. It was right th- She had him on undercover tape yeah. saying that to her, the undercover investigator for Project Veritas, okay? And then you had them all admitting that the Hillary campaign was the one funding and running the show. Yeah. And- like guys, I wish I could have been here five years ago to show right. you guys those clips, but yeah, I wasn't. Funny. But now it's funny you say that because when I first started uh, watching and paying close attention to um, the rallies for before 2020 when they were on the campaign trail and stuff, and there was people that people were filming at Trump rallies, like in the back, They're like look, like he he's the Fed or something. They're like, look at this guy, and he was being really weird. He wasn't fitting in. He wasn't talking to anybody. He's like wearing like he tried to. It looked like the outfit was like brand new. You know, everybody else is in like uh, flags, and he's standing back there with like his hands in his pocket, pocket, and he's like walking around looking at things. So you're like, maybe was, yeah. they're they're like, watch this guy. Like I'm telling you, he's a plant. And I, that I was I was like, what? Why would there be? That's just like new to yeah. me. You know, I'm like, like, what the fuck? Well, now that you mention that, didn't the one guy in one clip that yeah. you guys just saw say they like to hire mentally ill people yeah, yeah, yeah. to send them yep. to these events? So maybe that was one of those mentally right. ill people right. they hired to try to go and start stuff yeah. in the Trump rally. It looked like somebody gave him the outfit to put on right before he walked in or something. Like oh everything goodness. was crisp on him, brand new, and it just it didn't look right. And yeah. he was like watching people. <sighs> man yeah well so you guys just saw for yourself so now you have we have all the the evidence that showed you that the hillary campaign was doing stuff that shouldn't that were kind of shady right in the elections in 2016 now we know that hillary is involved with the russian collusion hoax mm-hmm. 100%, which yeah. means the impeachments and all that were based off of that, right? Yeah. Well, guys, another bombshell. Share this with your family and your friends, please. Okay? We just found out this week in court there was a document where Christopher Steele admitted that he told the FBI in 2016 okay mm. that the steel dossier that they that they used mm-hmm. to impeach trump yeah. was fake he told them it wasn't real in 2016 the impeachment didn't happen until 2019 right which means the doj and the fbi knew for three years that dossier was fake mm. but they allowed the Mueller investigation both impeachments to happen Mm-hmm. Who said that though? It's in a document, and actually, I'm about to show you guys the clip 
You'll see the document right in the clip yourself if you want. Cash Patel yeah. came out and showed us and He's discussed good. this. I like Cash Patel. Yeah, so here's the clip of Cash Patel showing us this bombshell evidence that Christopher Steele, the FBI star witness, mm -hmm. their number one witness, told them that the Steele dossier was not legit in 2016. Three years before Trump got impeached, mind you, the FISAs that they used to spy on Trump to allow for all that was based off the dossier as well. Right, so the so FISA warrants, should, should be the FISA warrants were obtained it. illegally. Right, right. Now that we have this proof, found very mm. surprising from this motion to dismiss was the revelation um, in court pleadings by the Denchenko team that the FBI knew the Steele dossier was total BS in January of 2017. Mm. Oh, 2017, I'm sorry. Pause on that for a second. You now have the source, the number one source of the Steele dossier pleading in federal court during a criminal investigation of him telling the world and the judge, essentially under oath, that the Steele dossier was BS, I was its main source, and I told the FBI that in January of 2016. Now look, go back and look at all the Cassius Corner episodes from Russiagate, and we'll tell you, we've told you repeatedly why we knew, or why we believe the FBI knew that to be the case. But now you have, I mean, this is sort of unheard of, Jan, you actually have the FBI's number one source coming forward and sort of shoving it in their face. That revelation to mm. me will hopefully educate pressure. so many people yep. about why the connections between Russiagate are still ongoing, why the corruption is so deep, and why people in the FBI must be held accountable for lying to a federal court back then, utilizing the Steele dossier falsely to surveil a president or a presidential candidate at the time. Mm. Well, so, so explain the Steele dossier real quick. Let's explain what? Steel dossier for people. So, the steel? so a lot of people okay. don't know about that. And I just re well, not recently, but every I didn't know n nothing about it. So I started getting into all this. You okay. know what I mean? So, yeah, like so somebody dropped this thick book off in hmm. front of, uh, I don't know who it was left in front of a door and somebody thought it was a bunch of documents showing Trump doing illegal activities hmm. And no one could ever verify its authenticity. Mm. So Steele was the only one attached to it. And that was their main source to say that it was real. Right. But as we now like know. The, like, did that include like the P-tape and shit like that? Yes. Okay. Yes. Doing shit with like hookers yep. and shit. Yep. Yeah, right, yep. right, All right. All that right. crap. All that nonsense. All yep. the extra bullshit you heard. Right, right, yep. right. So mm. now we've come to find out that the FBI and the DOJ knew the entire time that it was mm -hmm. it wasn't real and they still used it to get FISA warrants to spy on Trump when he was running for president. Yeah, you know what? And I remember that being the case that it was so so shady of a situation regardless. Like yes. just cuz yeah, like just one guy saying this, yep. you know. I found it so odd that they did so much using just the word of one man. Yep. You know what I mean? It's like Well now we know man. everything was a lie. They used it for political purposes. Mm -hmm. So Yep. Is that why the DOJ and the FBI have been doing what they've been doing lately to cover the tracks? 
because they're about to be exposed for all the corruption that they've been in, that they've been particip participating in for the last, what? As far everything that we've discussed in this episode right now only goes back about six to eight years, mm -hmm. at most. We can go on and on about FBI corruption and other uh, situations, but mm. this is just further proving how corrupt the DOJ and the FBI have become. Why was he in court? This this whistleblower or whatever, whoever came. Well, Who, oh, no, uh, not the whistleblower. That was him himself. So why yeah. was he in court? Was it because of this? Yes. Okay. Yeah, okay. because Durham is still actively investigating. Okay, this stuff. so it's so, Durham. All right, all right. Yeah. So, okay. guys, things are heating up. It's getting interesting, and maybe we help shed some light now why the FBI and the DOJ have been acting real weird lately, mm. going out of precedent and outside of their norms. And it's because yeah, that's, that's, clearly stuff like this is coming out now. Yeah. You know, and it, it implicates all of them. And that's Not a no-no. Not so, Scary. No. Nah. But we love y'all. We'll catch yeah, you on the next episode. Please like and yeah. share the video. Yep. And we'll check you out on the next episode. Yeah, yeah. Peace. Love